section twenty masterpieces of negro eloquence edited by alice dunbar nelson this librivox recording is in the public domain an address at the unveiling of the robert gould shaw monument by booker t washington master of arts doctor of letters mr chairman and fellow-citizens in this presence and on this sacred and memorable day in the deeds and death of our hero we recall the old old story ever old yet ever new that when it was the will of the father to lift humanity out of wretchedness and bondage the precious task was delegated to him who among ten thousand was altogether lovely and was willing to make himself of no reputation that he might save and lift up others if that heart could throb and if those lips could speak what would be the sentiment and words that robert gould shaw would have us feel and speak at this hour he would not have us dwell long on the mistakes the injustice the criticisms of the days of storm and cloud of doubt and fears across the eternal sky must lower before the glorious noon appears he would have us bind up with his own undying fame and memory and retain by the side of his monument the name of john a andrews who with prophetic vision and strong arm helped to make the existence of the fifty-fourth regiment possible and that of george l stearns who with hidden generosity and a great sweet heart helped to turn the darkest hour into day and in doing so freely gave service fortune and life itself to the cause which this day commemorates nor would he have us forget those brother officers living and dead who by their baptism in blood and fire in defence of union and freedom gave us an example of the highest and purest patriotism to you who fought so valiantly in the ranks the scarred and scattered remnant of the fifty-fourth regiment who with empty sleeve and wanting leg have honoured this occasion with your presence to you your commander is not dead though boston erected no monument and history recorded no story in you and the loyal race which you represent robert gouldshaw would have a monument which time could not wear away but an occasion like this is too great too sacred for mere individual eulogy the individual is the instrument national virtue the end that which was three hundred years being woven into the warp and woof of our democratic institutions could not be effaced by a single battle as magnificent as was that battle that which for three centuries had bound master and slave yea north and south to a body of death could not be blotted out by four years of war could not be atoned for by shot and sword nor by blood and tears not many days ago in the heart of the south in a large gathering of the people of my race there were heard from many lips praises and thanksgiving to god for his goodness in setting them free from physical slavery in the midst of that assembly there arose a southern white man the former owner of many slaves gray of hair and with hands which trembled and from his quivering lips there came the words my friends you forget in your rejoicing that in setting you free god was also good to me and my race in setting us free but there is a higher and deeper sense in which both races must be free than that represented by the bill of sale the black man who cannot let love and sympathy go out to the white man is but half free the white man who would close the shop or factory against a black man seeking an opportunity to earn an honest living is but half free the white man who retards his own development by opposing a black man is but half free the full measure of the fruit of fort wagner and all that this monument stands for will not be realized 
until every man covered with a black skin shall by patience and natural effort grow to that height in industry property intelligence and moral responsibility where no man in all our land will be tempted to degrade himself by withholding from his black brother any opportunity which he himself would possess until that time comes this monument will stand for effort not victory complete what these heroic souls of the fifty-fourth regiment began we must complete it must be completed not in malice not in narrowness nor artificial progress nor in efforts at mere temporary political gain nor in abuse of another section or race standing as i do to-day in the home of garrison and phillips and sumner my heart goes out to those who wore gray as well as to those clothed in blue to those who returned defeated to destitute homes to face blasted hopes and a shattered political and industrial system to them there can be no prouder reward for defeat than by a supreme effort to place the negro on that footing where he will add material intellectual and civil strength to every department of state this work must be completed in public school industrial school and college the most of it must be completed in the effort of the negro himself in his effort to withstand temptation to economize to exercise thrift to disregard the superficial for the real the shadow for the substance to be great and yet small in his effort to be patient in the laying of a firm foundation so to grow in skill and knowledge that he shall place his services in demand by reason of his intrinsic and superior worth this is the key that unlocks every door of opportunity and all others fail in this battle of peace the rich and poor the black and white may have a part what lesson has this occasion for the future what of hope what of encouragement what of caution watchman tell us of the night what the signs of promise are if through me an humble representative nearly ten millions of my people might be permitted to send a message to massachusetts to the survivors of the fifty-fourth regiment to the committee whose untiring energy has made this memorial possible to the family who gave their only boy that we might have life more abundantly that message would be tell them that the sacrifice was not in vain that up from the depth of ignorance and poverty we are coming and if we come through oppression out of the struggle we are gaining strength by the way of the school the well-cultivated field the skilled hand the christian home we are coming up that we propose to invite all who will to step up and occupy this position with us tell them that we are learning that standing ground for the race as for the individual must be laid in intelligence industry thrift and property not as an end but as a means to the highest privileges that we are learning that neither the conqueror's bullet nor fiat of law could make an ignorant voter an intelligent voter could make a dependent man an independent man could give one citizen respect for another a bank account a foot of land or an enlightened fireside tell them that as grateful as we are to artist and patriotism for placing the figures of shaw and his comrades in physical form of beauty and magnificence that after all the real monument the greater monument is being slowly but safely builded among the lowly in the south in the struggles and sacrifices of a race to justify all that has been done and suffered for it one of the wishes that laid nearest colonel shaw's heart was that his black troops might be permitted to fight by the side of white soldiers have we not lived to see that wish realized and will it not be further realized in the future not at wagner not with rifle and bayonet but on the field of peace in the battle of industry in the struggle for good government in the lifting up of the lowest to the fullest opportunities in this we shall fight by the side of white men north and south and if this be true as under god's guidance it will that old flag that emblem of progress and security which brave sergeant carney never permitted to fall on the ground will still be borne aloft by southern soldier and northern soldier 
and in a more potent and higher sense we shall all realize that the slave's chain and the master's alike are broken the one curse of the race held both in tether they are rising all are rising the black and the white together End of section twenty